Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Char Shot Games Cast. Each week, friends gather around and talk about the games they've been playing, things going on in their lives. Today, I have with me, Justin. What's up? I'm tired. And we have a special guest with us today. Uh, this goes by Jacob McCourt on Twitter. He's from the Left Behind Game uh, Club. Thank you. Hello. I thought you were just going to do finger guns. I was like, bro, this is audio. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is an audio media. Remember, use your voice. It's tough sometimes. I'm sorry. Yeah. And we have the dubious one, Ben. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, no. I, oh, yes. The marvelous one is dead. The dubious one is here. Vanguard one, to me, please. As you, as we shall do this podcast of video games that I do not prepare for. For that is my past self. Even though I've been alive for a thousand years, I am a celestial entity. Do you understand what I am? Yes. I feel let's, like this personality is going slightly racist. Let's let's Ow. get on with the show, boys. It kind of reminds maybe I'm just racist. It kind of reminds me of like an old like like Arabian like pharaoh type thing. No, I don't know. I think it's just an exaggerated voice. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so the funny thing is that Ben doesn't watch AEW at all. Okay. Or any kind of wrestling for the past five years, so... <laughs> okay, not not true, not true. I watched NXT from 2015 to, like, 2019. All right. Not true. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Right. When it was hot, when it was hot. Yeah, I just had to call Ben out, because I had to. Um, so this... I don't have cable! I'm sorry. Um, and I don't watch wrestling of any kind. So you can go first, then, <laughs> Justin. Uh... <laughs> Since you always go first every week. Yeah, it's true. Uh, well, sometimes you make the guests go first. Um, so, I did play a few things that aren't Animal Crossing this week, but I'll get Animal Crossing out of the way anyway. Um, I had my first, like, super good turnip sale, which made me really happy. Um, my friend texted me, like, the yesterday afternoon, I think, um, with a, f- I think it was 520 bell... Uh, sale price. What? So I brought like 80,000 bells worth of turnips over to his island and sold them for like close to 2 million bells. What? It was amazing. It, yeah, I, I have no need for money anymore. <laughs> like I immediately went and paid off my next uh, house upgrade and then just like, you know, just flung bells. Just He is the 1%. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, but ironically then today, uh, you know, my, my upstairs upgrade was finished and I forgot to play because Final Fantasy seven, which I'll get back to. <coughs> so I was like rushing around real quick. Like, oh crap, I have to actually decorate this new room I got. It's like, <laughs> I haven't done anything in the game today now that I'm rich. Cause I don't care, I guess. <laughs> Is that what but, it feels like to be rich? I think so. I just don't care anymore. Rich people yeah, don't care. I mean, right. It's <laughs> like, whatever. I don't need you peasants and your <laughs> small coins. Um, I am the master of the stock market. No. <laughs> How do you store your turnips? That's what I need to know. Like, that's a real personality thing. Uh, yeah. So I never really did the turnip stuff before. Like, it just, it didn't really interest me. Um, so this time, like, I didn't know that you couldn't, like, just keep them in storage, you know, like, in your storage or whatever. Yeah. So I had to kind of figure that out, like, by the seat of my pants the first time I got turnips. Um, so I just created a little fenced in area next to Nook's Cranny. 
uh, and like put them outside because they said if you put it in your house that it like diminishes your uh, HHA rating or whatever. Oh. Um, and also <laughs> I just like oh my rooms are too full for the amount of turnips I had. Okay. I would have had to just basically have an extra room just to put turnips in, and that seemed unnecessary when I can put things in the whole island. Because mm-hmm. like in past games you had to put them in your house because that's the only place yeah. you could drop things. But now you can put things all over the island, so it makes it a lot easier for turnip storage. Um, but, like, my little area next to Nook's Cranny became too small, and I didn't have landscaping yet, so I had to make a new area for this last time I got them, because I got a lot more. Um, so I just kind of made, like, a a bigger fenced-in area, like, up on a, t- a tall cliff. Um, and then it's basically got, like, one square that you can, you know, like, ladder on up to. And then you uh, have to move the uh, the garbage ba- bill, garbage can, pay a- can. Thank you. <laughs> wow, that was. I don't even have that yet, and I know what you're talking about. Uh, and then you can get them. So, like, I I tried to you know block them off in a way that not everyone could just go grab them because I don't trust people. So you're the Scrooge McDuck of turnip sales, essentially. Basically, yeah. <laughs> uh, but do you know? This is something I couldn't figure out. Do you know how to restack turnips? No. What? Because, like, I accidentally... Well, I didn't accidentally. I meant to, like, unstack a, you know, a stack of ten. Um, because they say, like, if you leave one out and, like, let it spoil, then it'll draw flies and, like, ants and stuff huh. uh, that you can get for the museum. So I wanted to leave one out, but I had to unseat a stack of ten, and I could not put them back together. Huh. So, like, you know, you have to lay them down individually, and they're usually laid down in stacks of, well, ten, so a hundred. <clears throat> um, but I had, like, a stack of seventy, and then, like, three stacks of ten. And I couldn't get them back together, so they were just taking up space when they weren't really worth that much, and it was making me mad. <laughs> I have a feeling you can't put them back together. Which sucks. <laughs> There's so many, like, goofy little things in that game. Yeah. I, I have um, no idea. I just I just plop mine in my house, and so my my floor is covered in turnips. Oh, yeah. Make a little outside fenced in area. It looks a lot nicer too. That's why I put them like up in the corner on a cliff because people don't go up there that often, so it's kind of hidden away. Uh, Mike says in the chat, "Have you tried press uh, hold on the item and then drag it back into the stack?" Can Mike, you do that. Me. You don't know how to move items in your inventory. No. Yeah, you just hold down A, and they'll pick it up, like, and then you the can one move I played it the most. Okay, see, I figured there was a way to do that. Okay. But the one I played the most was uh, DS. Like, was that Wild World? Yeah. Um, And that one was easy, because, like, your inventory was on the bottom <coughs> screen, so you just literally drag and drop. Uh, But I couldn't get that to work in this one, so I didn't know if there was a way to do it. But I figured there was. Yeah, you just press, you just press A, you hold down A, and then it'll pick it up, and you can move it anywhere in your inventory. Okay. Good to know. So, try that. Yeah, I'll, I'll try that out next time I get turnips. Because um, I could buy as many as I want. <laughs> I have so much money. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I was uh, decorating my upstairs, which I'm turning into my theater space. Uh, I had it in a side room, but it was too small. I like I couldn't correctly space out the projector screen and couch and like screen uh, in a way that like you could actually get by it and sit down and stuff. So I'm moving that all up to the upstairs because it's like longer and a you know bigger room, um, but I have to figure out what to put in the room that was my theater room now. So, so at some point I'll stop playing Final Fantasy VII and rearrange my house and stuff. Um, 
but yeah, that game's still real fun. Uh, oh, and I technically beat it. Um, I got KK, uh, the the concert, and then he like does a song and it rolls credits. Um, so I've beaten Animal Crossing. <laughs> so wait, uh, that's the roll credit because I'm getting a concert on Sunday. So that means that I'm getting credits on Sunday. Oh wow. yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's basically like that's the end of like the you know the story mode because like that's kind of where most Animal Crossing games begin. Like, you have everything unlocked and can do whatever you want each day. So this just kind of builds up to that, and then credits, and then it's like, alright, here's Animal Crossing. Do what you want. <laughs> At that point. Um, but... Do you fight God? <laughs> this is not a Persona game, okay? Um, I think that's the secret boss. I haven't gotten there yet. Okay. Um, yeah, I th- like, it's, it's a very low drop rate, but you get, like, these Nook Miles tickets... That you can take to different islands, and like it's an extremely low percentage to go to like God Island. Um, and you get there, <laughs> and you have to take out like Animal Crossing's God essentially, uh, <laughs> using only your uh, bug catching net. <laughs> you um, have to capture God. <laughs> yeah, and give up the blathers. Well, no, it's like it's a. Uh, th- it ends that way. Like you, yeah, you catch him and, and take him to the museum to put be put on display, uh, <laughs> of course. But like you have to, it's actually like the you know um, Ocarina of Time when you can do the the Ganon battle with your uh, with your net, yeah, and you just like hit the balls back. It's like that. Okay, <laughs> make a memo to beat Justin down harder next Saturday for Killer Instinct and Battle for the and in my notes. Okay. I'm just answering your questions, sir. Gonna gonna put in my notes, gonna practice. I wasn't gonna practice, now I am gonna practice. Let's go. I don't even have the game downloaded yet, and Final yeah. Fantasy VII is my life, so... It's gonna be fun. I'm gonna style. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I also uh, finally jumped back into Telltale Batman Season 2. Um, I, had, like, oh. I had played the first episode and then just stopped... Um, so I finally found some time to get back into that and literally beat the whole season because I was obsessed once I started it's it great. again. It's... I, I want... Ugh. What? I want to get it right now because it's on sale for eight bucks, but I already spent too much money. Oh, so, so you I have can't... not played through it? Not yet. No, I don't even <clears> have <throat> bought, I haven't bought it yet. Okay. I just played through the first one. Well, because that's the tricky thing. is like, I don't know how to talk about like the Telltale games without spoilers. And yeah. I don't even know what is a spoiler because multiple outcomes can happen. Yeah, um, but I'll it's not just, saying anything, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll I'll just like talk to Thomas about it later because I'm kind of curious how some things could play out. Um, but I mean, Ben, you know, Joker's in it, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've seen like it's a I've seen like promotions where <clears throat> it's like a lot more like a lot more prominent DC villains are in it or Batman villains are in it or rather. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like uh, basically like. Again, it's it's in the promos and stuff. I'm, I feel like this is not spoilers. Um, you essentially like have two different paths for Joker, um, and I did like the the vigilante path uh, because I thought it'd be a little different. Like you know, everyone knows deranged Joker. Like I kind of wanted to see like if it was possible to like make him be a good guy, um, and I think that was a much more interesting path, but. I'm curious how the other side plays out, like, if it's really that different. Um, without getting into the conflict of, like, you know, who you're against if you befriend Joker, like, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it is it is kind of cool, like, to have a different take on a Joker story. 
Um, I really liked it, though. Like, I will say it felt like it just kind of ended. <laughs> like, especially the fact that we're never going to get a season three or anything. Yeah. Um, I well, wasn't totally we're getting a new Wolf like, Among Us, so you never know. True. But, like, there's licensing issues. <laughs> right, right, still right. With, yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, the the final scene, like, of the last episode is kind of lame. Like, there's no... Like, I thought there'd be at least some fallout of the decision you make. But then it just ends. And, like, there's there's some cool stuff that happens in that final episode, but it's about halfway through. Mm-hmm. And then the rest is just kind of resolution. But there's certain characters that you don't even see again in that resolution. And then, like, it goes to the, you know, kind of the credits where it, like, shows you your relationships with people. Mm-hmm. How it ends. And, like, those characters are there. And it, like, leaves their status with you. And I'm like... How like, I did not get that sense from our interactions. Yeah, that yeah. this is the way we ended up. Yeah, but all right, I guess. Is it kind of like in season one? How when you ended episode four and started episode five, like essentially your villain battle could have been an entire episode, and instead it's like forty minutes. Is that kind of the same? Yes, like, like the first okay. half is essentially the finale. Got um, it. Okay, it's like did did you watch True Blood? No, I did not. Okay. Because that had that really bad, where, like, the season finale, like, the first 15, 10, 15 minutes was, like, the big climax thing, and then the rest of the final episode was, like, setting up the next season, essentially. Like, everything kind of goes back to normal. Like, it's, oh, hey, yeah, right. Like, new characters are introduced, and it always just feels like it's not really a final episode. Like, they could have ended it the episode before. Um, And this kind of felt like that, but, I mean, it's a good, like, first half. It's just the last half is kind of meh. And doesn't really go anywhere. Um, and it, it, there's some interesting concepts there, but again, like, that's where it ends. You don't get resolution to that conflict. Um, you know what's funny, Justin, is that how you're describing that ending is an ending to a lot of comic books I've read over the past 20 years. Fair. And I'm sure it was <laughs> supposed to be kind of open-ended like that. Yeah. But it seems silly to make a big decision and then nothing happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, that decision has no weight, then. Um, but like most comic books. Yeah. yeah. But it's very good. <laughs> That's what I don't like about comic books. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and uh, the last one that I played, obviously, is Final Fantasy VII. Um, but if my wife is available... I wanted her to share a story first before I spend like twenty minutes on Final Fantasy because that game's great. Um, but I yeah, knew, yeah, I knew my, you'd like it. My wife has actually played a game this week, and she had a story she wanted to share on the Games Cast. So we have a special guest. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Brooke. If you don't, if you don't know, I'm I'm his wife. Um, My wife. I can't hear anybody else because he has all the sound in the headphones. Um, but well, you're on the wrong side, so I can't share with you. It's okay. I'll just pretend I know what they're saying. So, um, I've been off work <laughs> on administrative leave because I can't do my job from work from home. From home, yes. Anyway, so I was like, you know what? I want to go back to my childhood. 
And I started playing Harvest Moon for PS1, Back to Nature. And I started a new game, which I haven't done since um, 2001. I refuse to let her take her old PS1 and play that game. Why? <laughs> Anyways. So, because you have to start over eventually. Like, that game's like 10 years old. Get um, over it. It came out in 2000. No, like your save file. Uh, my save file, uh, the last time I played it was like four years ago. Oh, okay. Anyways, so I started a new game. Anyways, you have a dog in the game that you have to, um, you know, love. And anyways, I read that if you bring it inside before a storm, that it will make it happy. So I... Picked it up and I brought it inside my house. And I put it down inside my house. And then it was just gone. So, I couldn't find my dog. It was not in my house. It ran away. And, like, you can whistle for it. And I whistled for it. And it wasn't in the house. And so, I went all over my farm. Looked everywhere. (laughs) Could not find my dog. I was like, what the heck? What happened to my dog? And, um, so I went to bed. I'm like, well, maybe I fall asleep and it will show up the next day. So I slept, didn't save, and my dog was still gone. And so I looked everywhere. It still showed up on the map that my dog was alive and it still had hearts. So I knew nothing bad had happened to him. He just disappeared for a while. Became invisible. He found Harry Potter's invisibility cloak. Anyways. So I play. I keep playing. And then 20 days later, my freaking dog shows up inside my house. With a bow on, right? With a bow! With a bow? He was not wearing a bow before! His new family gave it to him. I was like, what? What the heck happened? Is it a girl dog now? So, that's the story <laughs> of my dog. I don't know where he went, but he came back with a bow. Wasn't it like the day after the hurricane that he came back? No. it came, He actually came back after the stereotypical Asian man that sells illegal stuff. Uh, oh, he me, brought the ball? He brought me a ball. And that, then, okay, like, that three days later, the dog appeared. But he was inside my house. <laughs> you think he would have appeared outside. But, anyways. I have my dog back. He loves me more than ever now. <laughs> and I also accidentally named two of my chickens the same thing. Potato. I named two chickens. <laughs> potato. Two potato chickens. <laughs> So, I've got two potato chickens. What's what's the dog's name? name? What's the dog's name? Doggo, but I spelled it wrong. <laughs> it's Dogo. Dogo. Yeah. That's why it ran away. Oh. And um, my horse's name is Bobby. 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 <laughs> yeah. Put another horse on the Bobby. <laughs> but um, my game's going pretty well. I'm doing very well, and um, I'm... She also cheated on the first day to get all her tools to the max level. I did! I <laughs> always <laughs> cheat. I've 
I've always been a cheater. I will admit because I don't like don't, playing games. Don't question that. <laughs> I will admit it. I'm not good at video games. So oh no. I like to get an advantage because I'm very bad at them. But fun fact, apparently like on the first day before you go outside, if you just use all your tools like right there inside your house, you can level them up without getting fatigued. Because the fatigue meter doesn't kick in until you leave your house. Because the mayor yeah. doesn't tell you about the fatigue until after you... He doesn't tell house. you you could get tired. Yeah. <laughs> Some smart person came up with it. It was not me. Yeah. So I was just using the internet. Dude, I used to use dial-up to find cheats. For that and Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Man. I, I printed out, like, you know, I used dial-up, printed out, like, a walkthrough for Final Fantasy IX, and was going through that, like, at my dad's house, because he didn't have internet. <laughs> On GameFAQ? I think so, yeah. 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 But anyways, that's my story. I really only play simple games. That's why I'm okay with playing Nintendo games with my husband, because they're simple. But anything, And the new Harvest Moon. But... When it comes out. Yeah. But anything too complex, I get... It causes me anxiety. So, Aww. Yeah. Simple, simple little, little games. Alright, you're dismissed. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Brooke. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye Brooke. Bye. She can't hear any of us. Nope. And she fell over. <laughs> Just like For most women in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Slide away, slide away. <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, so yeah, now Final Fantasy VII. Um, oh yeah. Yes. So I booted it up like right at 11 p.m. Or 11, yeah, p.m. Last night um, when it went live. And I was upset because like I loaded up my PS4, which I never play anymore. And the controller was dead. Like, I guess it had discharged between, like, the last time I played it and now. The plan worked! Yeah. So, like, I got about half an hour before, uh, like, I did a quick charge, and then got about half an hour before it died. Um, so I basically, like, got through part of that demo mission that you, you know, at yeah. the beginning of the game. Yeah. Uh, but there's a few new things in there. It's pretty cool. Uh, some of, like, the flashbacks and, like, weird, like, cloud scenes and stuff. Um... And that, like, I think the intro cutscene was longer, too. I liked the kind of, like, zoom out around, like, the different sections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They showed out, like, they showed the outside of Midgar, which they didn't yeah. show in the in the um, demo, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that, because I was like, wait, is this the right game? Yeah, that's what I thought. starting the way like, I thought it was going to. Yeah. Uh, but I, th- I liked that more than just, like, stars and then kind of panning into Aerith. Like, that always felt a little weird. Um, but anyway... Uh, the, the demo mission, as I'm going to call it, still didn't really sell me on the game. Like, I was kind of tired of all the tutorial things that popped up and stuff, because I was like, I know this already, go away. Mm -hmm. Like, every time you do something, it would pop up another screen. Um, and so I was kind of frustrated at that. But once I actually got into, like, the proper game and, like, learned some of the other mechanics, um, like, the, the way Materia works now, and, like, the weapon upgrade systems, um... And like the, the kind of like weapon sphere grid type thing they've got. Yeah, going on. it's so weird, man. Like, there's some really cool like new mechanics yeah. to like character progression in the game. I still don't like the battle system though. Oh, you don't <laughs> like the battle system still? No, um, I actually like 
you know, judge me all you want for like, uh, but you know, I played the way I want to after I played the demo and just like, didn't enjoy like how bullet spongy and stuff, or I guess HP spongy the uh, the scorpion boss thing was, I actually started my game on easy. Because I just, like, I didn't want to have to care about the battle system. Um, it feels so cool, to... though, because, like, when I when I, when I uh, do the battles, I usually just stick to one character throughout the, throughout the battle. Mm-hmm. But I'm constantly, like, seeing um, my party members' ATB gauges go up. So, like, I pause mid-battle, I tell them to use, like, lightning to stun yeah. this guy. Like, I think it's, like, really fluid and really, it feels really I mean, good. To be clear, like, it's the best battle system Square has done in a while. Like, you know, it's better than 15 or <coughs> Kingdom Hearts 3. You know, the like, the recent games they've put out. Um, it's just, it doesn't totally feel like Final Fantasy 7 does. Oh, it's um, a remake, so... Yeah, it's... it's... I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a different game. I mean, there's, like, missions it's in there that were never in the 7. Like, it's supposed to... It's a... It's it's got the title Final Fantasy VII in it. There's a bunch of in missions of ways, in it that were never in there and never oh, oh my God, brought yeah. up. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, but in a, in a lot of ways, it feels like it's the story of Final Fantasy VII and the characters of Final Fantasy VII in a totally new game. Still named Final Fantasy VII, which is yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, you, like, you nailed it. Right there. <laughs> Whatever. It's, anyway. a, it's a remake. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Metroid 2 and Samus Returns aren't exactly the same. There's different stuff in there, mechanics that make it feel like a pretty different game. Yet but it's same... they have the same playstyle. Do they, though? Yeah. They are both no. like Metroidvania <laughs> games. Like action shooters. Side-scrolling action shooters. These are both JRPGs. Yeah. But it's turn-based RPG versus action RPG. Totally different genres. But you can have the, the turn-based RPG if you want. Not really. Yes, you can. They have it right there for you. I mean, they still like they still move around. They still do the attacks and stuff. You just only control the ATB gauge. Right. It's still not the same. It's the same. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not complaining about the game. I'm just saying the battle system isn't what I personally wanted. Yeah. Um, That's and fine. I don't want to have to like do all of the stuff it wants you to do because I just don't enjoy it. Like I could, I I understand why those mechanics are in there, like the the dodge and the you know the block and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I do like I I use it as needed, but carrying yeah, but I don't really care about that stuff, and I don't find it particularly enjoyable. So I wanted to put it on easy so I can just focus on the story and the character stuff that I do like, and the battles are secondary at that point. Because um, again, people should be able to play games the way they want to play them. Oh sure, but sure. I just wanted to preface that. Not to say that, like, you know, I don't like the combat because, like, it's hard. Um, I just don't like the way it plays, so I'm putting it on easy. <laughs> um, it's not terribly hard, but, like, the bosses do take forever. Even on easy, that thing took a long time. And just, like, of waiting. Um, the the battle against uh, Roche, I think his name was. The motorcycle was battle? Yeah, no, the one-on-one battle. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that was better, uh, but it still kind of had that like Kingdom Heartsy feel, where it's like the camera can't keep up with the action. Yeah, there is definitely there is absolutely RPGs. definitely a problem with that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And so, like, I don't want to have to juggle the camera and all of the techniques and all that stuff. Like, yeah, I never know if I should be locking onto enemies or unlocking because the camera can be all up in your face or not. It's, right. Yeah. That's why I don't like action RPGs as much. That's specifically the reason because I don't think the camera in most games can justify action RPGs. Like, it's different in something like uh, Devil May Cry because it's at least the old Devil May Cry games, because you're kind of on a static field and the action is just happening around you. But once they give you control of the camera, it gets tricky. That's why I liked God of War games, but not necessarily, like, uh, like, Nier or Bayonetta, you know. <gasps> Heresy. Whatever. <laughs> right? Anyway, <laughs> not liking a platinum game? Are you over? Jesus. I was trying to not be too negative, but you got me caught on like one element that I don't like. Um, overall, the game is fantastic. Like, okay. So I've never played a Final Fantasy game. Like, it is a it is a weird part of gaming I have not touched before. Interesting. So is Final Fantasy VII the game? And if so, how would you sell it to me as like? Yo, Ooh. you should play this game. Are you talking about the original or this one? I'm talking about the remake. Is it about eco-terrorism? Is that what that whole thing's about? Uh, they definitely go into it it's... way more. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not, not about eco-terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The first, like, 20 minutes, you're, like, destroying a reactor, and there's, like... It's basically 9-11. Pretty much. Yes. Yeah. But there's more to it than just the eco-terrorists. Anything we say kind of is spoilery, and it's like really spoilery. But right. it's it's a and kick-ass that's... it's a kick-ass adventure with amazing characters. Yeah. Okay. And like that's why you know later I did want to have the discussion about like how do spoilers really work in this era of like games that are being remade and stuff like that because this is a tricky thing to do. Talk about this game that you know we've known for like twenty years. Yeah. Oh my god! Over 20 years. It was 97. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Thomas, um, we're old. In a way that's not spoilery. Like, how do you... Especially since, like, there's a lot of new elements in this game that weren't oh, in the original. Oh, oh yeah, there are. Oh, so you yeah, can even are. talk about this game in a way that wouldn't spoil the original, but still spoils this game. Which is weird. Like, yeah. so... Anyway, I'm gonna stay pretty top level right now. Um, the game is great. I love a lot about it. Um... The, the character interactions, I mean, it's it's beautiful. Um, I'm crushing on, like, everyone in the game. Especially uh, Jesse. The game is, uh, like, Jesse. the right amount of horny. Jesse's yeah. the game is, like, I mean, Jesse and Tifa both, let's be honest. Yeah. They they swap anytime they're I, on I, screen. I still love Aerith. I, like, I, I haven't I seen her enough yet. Love. I, I haven't oh. met her yet. Or, well, I have yeah, met her, but, like, not... You have! Yeah, yeah, I, yeah but not, like, a whole her. lot, you know? Like, that that's yeah. nothing I was gonna say. It's just weird that, like, you know, in this game... Where in the original Midgar is like a five to six hour thing total. I'm six hours into the game and have not run into Aerith except for that little beginning part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so stretched out. I am just about to get to the point where I'm fighting that boss on that reactor. And then, I, well, mm. in the in the original, you fall down and then you meet her. Right. Like, like I'm going, game. like, I'm on the train to that reactor. <sighs> oh, that sequence is so great. Yeah, that's why I stopped there. I was like, okay, like it's almost dinner time. If I start again, I'm going to keep going through this whole section, and I don't know how long it is, so I'm just going to stop for the night, and I'll pick it up again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there- and then I played Animal Crossing for a bit. Um, but, like, so much about the game is just perfect, like, the characterization of everyone. Um, 
and like the way they brought these areas to life and stuff uh is a little confusing to navigate sometimes mm, yeah. it's like you're used to kind of the top down like you know exactly what paths to go yeah, I'm, yeah, constant, yeah. I'm like, constantly thinking about the old map and like how where would that yeah. be but then it's not it's not like that at all <laughs> right yeah. um, and because like the the icons for things aren't as obvious like you can run around for a while and not realize that something's interactable um and then like the uh dang it there was something else i had um the yes <laughs> i don't i don't i don't remember okay. what it was y'all interrupted me and i forgot um but the only thing that like kind of bothers me about that is like they try to pad out the game with unnecessary side quests um you mean like killing rats and shit yeah yeah because like you don't really get much benefit for them did you like the cat one not really. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't find them. It made me mad. Really? That was one of those situations where it's like, you don't know what's interactable, and there's cats everywhere. Yeah. But it's once like, you see one cat, you know what the rest look like. And then... <laughs> I didn't know that. And then you I also hear... they were all the same cat. You, you also, they also meow when you walk by them. Like, I was about to leave the area and not do it, and then I hear a meow. I'm like, oh, okay, well, there's one nearby. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I thought she was giving you clues to where each one was. Um, but she said something about, like, they like to hang out by the station. So I, like, went over, you know, to where the train station was. Oh. And there was a little girl trying to, like, get a cat out from under a bench. Doesn't the map... Like, oh, maybe this is the one. Doesn't the map tell you that, uh, like, it's within, within the circle area? No. No? I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it does. Because um, I didn't think about the station at all. Um, anyways. I don't know. But, like, the... That all just feels like they added it in at the last minute to make this its own game. Like, there might have been maybe, you know, 15 to 20 hours worth of stuff in this in this new, you know, Midgar area. Um, and they wanted to get, like, full games, full RPG length out of it, like 30 to 40 hours. Yeah. So they just shoved, like, side quests and things that slow you down. I'm interested, I'm interested to see how this... Because this is the only... the. The first time I've interacted with this kind of system in this area. I wonder when you get to like Wall Market, if it's going to have that kind of thing, but flushed out more. Oh, and, I'm sure it will. And how they kept telling you like, oh, you have to build up your reputation as a merc. Right. Uh, like, so you can get more jobs. I wonder if that's going to have anything to factor in once you're in um, that area again, uh, Wall Market. So I'm sure that's like kind of the Final Fantasy 7, sorry, Final Fantasy 15 thing. Where it's like each new area, there's like a new set of side quests you do. Yeah, because they do break them up in chapters. Yeah. Yeah. And like, just all of that, it, it makes the pacing really strange. Yeah. For someone that's familiar with Final Fantasy VII. Like, mm-hmm. I'm actually curious, Jacob, since you've never played a Final Fantasy game. Like, I'll, I'll sell it to you in a second. But I'm curious, like, a first-timer playing the remake for the first time, if they feel like the game is awkwardly paced or anything... Or if it just feels like the natural progression of the game because you don't know anything to reference it. Or maybe it. there's too in, too many inside jokes or something that yeah. or inside references. Or like reference references to things that you want. Like, well, what does that mean? Yeah. Oh, especially within the second chapter. Ooh. You go to the apartment. Yeah. You mean that you haven't been following this franchise or this specific <laughs> game for 23 years like the rest of us? My gosh. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you know, like chances are your favorite YouTuber or content creator has covered this game at some point. Like that that's like you may not necessarily played the game, but chances are most I would I think most people 
have seen somebody talk about it in some aspects. Yeah, you at least know the characters and the kind of the... Some elements of it. Yeah, but if you have it, that's awesome. That's actually kind of cool, and I wish I had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some shit in here that's like, what? When right. first play. Yeah. But in general, like, I love the expanded stuff, and I'm really intrigued by some of the, like, the new mysteries they're adding in. Mm-hmm. Even yes. if some of it's a little, like, Kingdom Hearts yes. trophy. Um, <laughs> but, like, I know exactly why do we need what more soldiers? <laughs> like, what, the, the soldiers are basically organization members. Like, it's so awkward. Yeah. Um, but... The, the way that they make you care more about the characters is really cool. Oh, and oh my god, yeah. Expanding something that's six hours into 30 hours will automatically make that more fleshed out and interesting. And yes, they're doing it all the right ways, except for the side quests. Um, I spent like two hours today just running through these unnecessary fetch quests when I really just wanted to move on to like the, you know, the next main uh, story. Yeah. yeah. But that was my main story. It was like, build up your rep. And I'm like, Really? This is bloat. Like, I can fully tell. Like, you know, I think I feel like that's something where even if you didn't know the game, you would know that's bloat. <laughs> yeah, it's just a way to power level you. Right. And yeah. it's it's a modern gaming thing. Yeah. Um, because, like, they don't, like, they hold your hand through everything. So whereas in old games, they would basically just let you <clears throat> loose. And if you run into an area that's too difficult, you would know to go back and grind. Now they basically level you through the game automatically. Yeah. Xenoblade does something very similar where you're in that first uh, Colony 9 in there for a long time before you actually get to like the big Gower Plains, the first big area of the game, um, when you think, oh, this is big. No, it's even bigger. So it's very, and that came out only about 10 years ago. Mm. So just compare remakes to remakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a balancing act for sure. But I can fully tell where they kind of cut corners to make this its own game. And how many uh, more parts are there? Is this like a two-part? We don't know. Don't we know. Don't, we, we don't I know. would guess three. Holy. But like the the way this one ends, like I mean, as far as I know, like the point it ends at is not even the end of the first disc in the original game. And oh yeah, three it was discs. never yeah, yeah. So if if they have two more parts, they're not going to expand it as much as they are in this one. Mm-hmm. Which which would be fine yeah. considering how open the world will be supposedly right. in the second part so that I, would be fine and Midgar's the most iconic part anyway yeah yeah um but I could see them basically doing like the rest of the first disc uh like into part of the second disc as part two and then you know most of the second disc and the third disc because the third disc is basically just the end of the game there's not Pretty much, much there yeah. yeah do that as part three so we kind of break it up differently than the discs do but I think that would still make the most sense. I have a three-disc game be three parts. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to know. Yeah, um, that, that, oh, that shot of Midgard where you could see the plates. Yeah. You could see the fucking plates. Did you look plates. up? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, my God. The game's so beautiful. <laughs> oh, it's so, so stupid. It's, so, it's not... <sighs> I think looking up was like the most shocking moment I've had in gaming this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's because I know uh, about the series. I don't know if Jacob will have. Yeah, because like, it's always kind of, been you know top yeah, down. Like, right. You never. You can, yeah. I mean, you always knew Midgar was big, but yeah. like it never now you actually can see. Or like high up. Yeah. You know, you didn't know how high up it was. Right. Yeah. That's that's the crazy. That's the crazier thing for me is like how high. How the difference between the upper echelon to the slums. That to me is like whoa. Yeah. And like again, I'm trying to not go too spoilery, but just kind of like you know because I can say this without being spoiler, and YouTube will know. 
uh, like when they uh, parachute off the plate. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> That's what I'm like. Oh yeah. wow, this is massive. Like they are very yeah. high up right now. Yeah, yeah. Like the scale of that was really interesting. Yeah. Funniest line, favorite line. It happens in that sequence too between Cloud and uh and, and uh, Wedge oh, or Biggs. Yeah. Oh no, it's my Wedge. god, I couldn't stop. Uh, couldn't stop laughing. Could not. And that was three in the morning when I woke up to Max playing. Mm-hmm. By the way, I didn't play this game. Uh, I just watched Max stream it, and it was just as awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for all the all the. Like, lonely guy haters out there. My wife came in while I was playing the game, took one look at Tifa and goes, her titties are huge! <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah, that's what I said proven. on stream. I was like, yeah. those are giant. <laughs> and I had a guy came into my stream and he was like, they're not big enough. I'm like, are you kidding, uh-huh. dude? Like, come on. Jesus. She would top they, they, them they've over. Never, they've never seen real boobs in, in real life. Right. That's right. how you know. That's how you know. <laughs> um... All right, yeah, we're all, all 14 once. Yes. <laughs> and some of us are still mentally 14. Ooh, not me, not me, not me. Nice. I mean, when I was 14, I was discovering Final Fantasy VII for the first time. <laughs> so, yeah, that was pretty incredible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm really envious of all like the young people like younger us who have no who have no history with this game and they're experiencing it for the first time. I, I'm so fucking I'm envious. not, because they could never go back. That's fine. This is their version. That's so, probably fine. Should I play the PS One game first, or if I'm curious, just like jump into the remake? I think you should jump into the remake because you're old enough that you could probably go back and still appreciate yeah. the original. Uh, like it's ugly, but like mechanically, <laughs> it still holds up. Yeah, and okay. storytelling wise, it's, it's it. The original is still, I think, just as compelling as it is as it was when it came out in '97. Yeah, but I think it'd be interesting for you to. Uh, play this new one, and then compare that to the original. Like, kind of do yeah. the opposite. And just bait people and be like, I don't see what the big deal is. It's it's just an RPG. And then have, like, 94 men just throw their PS4 cartridges or discs at me. Cartridges, like, yes. It's the greatest game of all time! Yeah, throw yeah, their for, PS4 yeah, for cartridges at you. No, 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 no. <laughs> it would, if you did, it, that would be the case if you were pissing off Persona fans, because those people are testy. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm calling you out. You yeah. know who you are. You know who you are. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Alright, uh, Jacob, what have you been playing? Yeah, so I've been playing a lot of stuff. Uh, with all this extra time, it's been great. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I've been playing uh, Animal Crossing. Won't go into it. I'm sure you guys have talked it to death. I've been jumping into Apex Legends, which I oh. got into a month ago and just like have not stopped since Season 4. Assimilation, like the the marketing campaign for Assimilation, actually pulled me in to play the game again, which is the first time in recent memory that a game has done that. What's the marketing um, campaign? So, uh, did you remember like when season four came out? There was the new character Revenant, who kind of got revealed. They, they revealed one character first, and then literally in one of their vignettes, the real character murdered this fake character. <laughs> And I was like, oh, what's going on with this game now? That's crazy. And like got back into it like that and have been playing it like consistently for at least half an hour every day. Uh, it is a good, good video game. Let me tell you. Um, and there's an event going on right now where they brought duos back. So if you only have one friend that you can play with, you can now play duos again. It, it had been gone from the game for a while. So, um, But I've been spending most of my time playing a couple games. Uh, Resident Evil 2, not Resident Evil 3, the oh. remake. 
because I'm a year mm. behind on everything. That's fine. Uh, let me tell you, uh, from the sound of it, it sounds like I'm playing the right remake from a Resident Evil perspective. Everyone likes two more than three. So Yeah, even back then. I've only watched playthroughs of both of them, and I still agree. <laughs> yeah, so I'm about six hours into that one, and I feel like I'm just now getting to the end of Leon's story. Oh, you did Leon's uh, first. Yeah. Okay. It, do you have the option to do Yeah, you can or? do you can do Leon's or Claire's first. Um I chose yeah. Leon's first, but I think Claire's is uh better than Leon's. It's better narrative, yeah. yeah. Ooh, and is it the, about the same length or Yeah, about is the it, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much the it's same. It's pretty much campaign, the same campaign, but there's a couple extra things that you won't see. Yeah. Well, isn't it like whoever you do first is the same but then the second one? That's is that's after the ending though. Yeah, that's like scenario. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Okay, it unlocks the second ending when you play again. Yeah. So I could play this game like three or four times, right? Well, I would say just two, but if you go on, go ahead. Hey, hey, be with Leon and then do the second scenario with Claire. Yeah, Claire. It gets a little confusing on the main menu of like how you pick that. Rather than like picking new game and choosing Claire, you have to actually like go into like the second scenario, whatever it's called. Yeah, it'll say like Claire, and then like second something or two something. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that sounds that like something Capcom would do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So Resident Evil Two, and then just a couple smaller games. Uh, a short hike, which is the game that we're playing on uh, our podcast, like coming up this week. Have you guys played it? It's like a ninety-minute really cute indie game i have it but it was free on epic right yeah it was uh, along with uh muta mutazion i think that's how you say that game like they were free at the same time i don't know if i'm saying that right at all but a short hike is like a 90 minute game where you play a bird who just has to get to the top of the mountain to take a phone call <laughs> take a phone call <laughs> <laughs> literally the whole game is get to the top of this mountain so you can take a very important uh, a very important phone call and it is cute and it feels really good to play and like i said 90 minutes long it takes place in like an ontario park essentially oh does and it take place just, in like, high park <laughs> it takes place actually Algonquin. Algonquin. Algonquin, Park. really? It's inspired. It's inspired by Algonquin. Park. Okay, now I the have Canadians to play are it. just losing their mind right now. Yeah. Um. But uh, no, super, super recommend that game. And then uh, I started getting into a game called Convoy, a tactical roguelike. Huh. Which I'm reviewing for a website. It's been on PC for a couple years. It's now on PS4. And essentially, think of it as like. A Mad Max version of FTL, but not very good. <laughs> okay. Cool. So there's there's my review of it for you. It's it's a roguelike. You go around, and the the action is split up into two sections. It's like a text adventure, and then all like text adventure roguelike, where you have to search for parts for your spaceship that's crashed. Huh. And then the other hmm. part is like a battle system where you can pause at any time with vehicles, and it's just like you know some games how like. You know how they would feel on a PC, but on a controller, either the devs didn't get it or it just doesn't work. I felt like on the controller, I don't want to play it on a controller. I want to play it on like mouse and keyboard. Um, I've only played about three or four hours of it. Uh, we'll see how it goes, but I'm not, I'm not super super high on it. It doesn't seem like it has a ton of replayability either. Like I'm already seeing, you know, on a roguelike, like you'll see some of the same encounters and you'll see some of the same like enemies. Uh, in this one, I'm seeing so much repeated content. So mm. those are the games I've been playing: uh, Resident Evil 2, Apex Legends, Animal Crossing, Convoy, a tactical roguelike, and a short hike. So 
Uh, Ben, what have you been up to? So, uh, just a little bit more Combat 11 because, of course, I gotta talk about my fighting games. Uh, my best night of sh- as playing as Shao Kahn for this. S- uh, so far, it's my worst season in the combat leagues that I've done. I'm under 500. It's not fun. Uh, losing a lot. Um, but I went 7-0 and this past, uh, the, my last session. So, yay to that. Uh, I whooped that ass. Um, uh, still under 500, though, so, ugh. Uh, after that, um... I I officially burned myself out of Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Like I was playing it <laughs> so much, and then I I was I beat story mode on superior, which is quote unquote hard mode. Even though I feel like I had an easier time playing it than I did on normal mode when I first played it, it was weird. Uh, but I I've unlocked a lot of costumes. I've so I'm I'm okay with being done with the game for now. Uh, and the DLC paying for the DLC I did back in December definitely was worth it. Um, and, uh, after that, the only really, other really game I've been focusing on this week, uh, and that's just because I wanted to compare notes with Justin, because I think he's getting this game at the end of the month, uh, is Trials of Mana. Yep. Uh, I, uh, I had, I have had the collection of Mana, which came out last year, and I was like, well, Justin's going to be playing this game at the end of the month. I know he has, I know Justin has experience with, uh, Second Zetsu 3, uh, but I was like, well, let me play further, and let me let, let that way be fun to go side by side somewhat, even though I'm starting a uh, three weeks ahead, and I might not remember. Oh no, I've made a mistake. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's fun because uh, I really <coughs> like it. Because uh, I hated my first time with Secret of Mana. Like I did not. It felt sluggish to play through that game. Uh, it is and. Like, it's, and the thing is, I felt like I was missing something because, and this is why you don't listen to YouTube reviewers, um, <laughs> except for Justin, he's the only one, uh, and Maximilian, and Maximilian dude, uh, those are the only two you should listen to, <laughs> um, but, uh, like, cause like, I remember hearing being praised and stuff like that, I was like, well, they were right about Chrono Trigger, they must be right about Secret of Mana, <laughs> and it's like, like, and I just didn't like it, and I think what, and just a quick story, um, what killed me is I was playing my Super Nintendo Classic, and I guess I did something to where I saved it, but I loaded that save, but I had a save state that was longer, but it overrid that, and it lost all my progress and killed any motivation I had. Like, I got past the Tiger Boss, the, no- the notorious Tiger Boss in that, fir- in that first game, and I was all the way back to a point where I was kind of grinding. I'm like, well, I don't want to touch this again. Uh, so I never played it, and so I was like, "Well, hopefully Trials of Mana is better," and I like it immediately. Yeah, so just much a better. little secret, real quick. It's it's something not a lot of people want to admit. The original Secret of Mana is not a very good game. It's like the original Star Fox. Like it started something great, and people it still look, yeah, people still look back on it fondly, but mechanically, not a very good game. Yeah, like I didn't get very far into it. Like I said, I only got and like I didn't really like the story, but here. Uh, I love that you get to pick a, a main character mm-hmm. uh, and then two cut characters because that to me that means to me well I can play this game again and look at a different scenario. Um, and uh, I picked uh, at, uh, Atlanta or uh, Angela, I think that's her name. She's Angela. the yeah yeah she's the she's the uh, witch or the magician. Yeah, the booby um, mage. And yeah, like and I was like I knew the story was going to be different because like her fucking sp- spoilers. By the way, I'm sorry. Uh, so because the remix coming out, so I apologize, but I need to say it. 
Like, her fucking mom tries to kill her, like, within the first hour. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, we need to sacrifice your body to get the monostone. I'm like, excuse me? I posted <laughs> on Twitter. Um, <laughs> like, what the... F- so, like, she's on the run. You have beastmen attacking this other village. Like, it, it's like the world is going to chaos. It's it's dark without being, like, overbearingly dark. And um, what's cool is each main character you choose has a different intro. So, like, they all yes. end up in the same place. But, like, the yeah. the reason they get there is different. And so, like, as yeah. you meet up with your other party members, like, you kind of hear their backstory. Yes. And I, and I like that. I also picked Duran the warrior. He was my other oh. choice. And then the uh, the Valkyrie uh, character, the Amazon. She was, yeah. my, she was my third companion. Nice. So, no healers. I do hate... That in the in this translation, because again, this was this is the first time it was officially locally localized for America. Uh, Charlotte, I think she's called in in the proper localization version. I think they call her Charlie in the fan version. <laughs> they have her speaking in a woo, and if you don't know what that means, it's an anime show for like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to do my very very best, and she's a kid, so it's <clears> fine. <throat> but when you're reading that in text. That gets annoying very fast. <laughs> the voice I mean, acting in the remake helps that. <laughs> okay. Because, like, I read that, like, oh, my God, she's speaking a woo. Oh, no. Yeah, it's bad. And I was like, did I pick her? And, like, no, I didn't. So, uh... She's awful anyway. Her. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's not worth using. Good. Uh, even though she's a healer. And normally I like to go with healers just to, like, just to, just to uh, eh. have backup. But... You get enough like candies and stuff. Yes, that's what I was going to get into. So, you can only carry up to nine items per time. But you have, like, a storage system that you can use anywhere except in battles. And just, like... You can just... So you can buy, like, like 20 candies. You only have nine of you at a time. But say you run out of those nine, you can then transfer those ones in your storage to your inventory. And I think that's super badass. And All each party member could have nine, right? I think so. I have to go look at that. I'm not 100% certain. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But... Yeah, it's it's so cool. Um, the only thing I kind of miss from cube from a from a battle standpoint is in Secret of Mana, there was the bar that you could visually see. Okay, I can attack again at one hundred percent. That bar is gone in Trials of Mana, and instead you basically have to look at an animation to see when your character is ready. And sometimes in battles, that can be a little hard to see, especially when things start to get cluttered. It's not a problem. But I, I wish there was a better visual indicator to tell when you can attack. I'm sure that won't be a problem in the remake with it being fully 3D. It's not. There's, uh, they actually changed the battle system a little bit in the remake, where you have your normal attack, your like strong attack, and then your charge attack, which like does fill that meter, but does basically like a like a strong, you know, like a uh, uh, like range, not ranged. Um, multi-attack, Air, I guess. Like, AOE? Against multiple... Yeah, AOE. Thank area you. effect. <laughs> area effect. That's what I was trying to think of. Um, and then each character also has, like, a special. So you have okay. more things you can do in battle, and you don't have to worry okay. about, like, the building up a, you know, percentage meter or anything. Yeah, well, here, instead of building a percentage meter in the original one, you have, like, a little bar that's, like, it's, like, four bars of blue. I think it might change different colors depending on the character. Mm-hmm. And then, once you once it's filled up, you get to do, basically, like, a super attack, and that does good damage. Yeah, there's still um, that. But it's not, like, you know, you don't have to wait for 100% or anything before you attack. You okay, just attack. yeah. But even then, <laughs> I find it much more intuitive to play than Secret of Mana did for some reason, oh, yeah. even though it doesn't have that visual bar. Uh, only other complaint is that once you enter a place with enemies, you cannot run. You enter a battle stance, and you pretty... So, like, if you're trying to go backtrack through, like, an area, and maybe you don't want to fight these little enemies because it's just wasting your time more than giving you, like, trouble, um, 
it uh, it just feels it just slows down the game too much. I wish there was an option to just run away from battles when enemies aren't there. Uh, if there is there, I the game doesn't tell you about that. Uh, I think if you get out of range, it kills that battle stance. Yeah, but sometimes like certain sections um, can like have a lot of enemies, and sometimes yeah. it's a slog. So I just end up fighting them all because it's it's XP XP. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm really digging it. Like I'm, like I don't know. I was in a mood to play. And by the way, the sprite work for this, mm-hmm. oh my god, is so fucking pretty. Like the best looking sprite games out there. Yeah, like I like it's it to me. It's right up there with Chrono Trigger, which came out in the same year. I think in no Chrono Trigger came out '94 in Japan. This came out '95 in Japan, and we didn't get Chrono Trigger till '95. So uh, I yeah, think it's... they're the same artist. No, no, because Chrono Trigger was um, Dragon Ball artist, so oh. it's not the same artist. Okay. Yeah. It's not, I can't think of his, uh, Akira Toriyama, that's who it is, because he does Dragon Quest too. Because they are kind of um, similar. Uh, I, I wouldn't say so, but sprite work maybe, but like, I wouldn't say character, character art-wise, I wouldn't say so. No, the, uh, I did sprite work. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, that's, that's probably true. Uh, but yeah, I'm digging it, like, I'm really, really digging it. Uh, I'm probably going to play right. more before I go to bed tonight. Uh, the music is so so good. Like it's catchy when it needs to be. It, it's it's just per it's 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 just perfect so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's so intuitive. Like I know where I'm going. The only thing that throws me off is that there's no technically there's no overworld. Everything is like a path. Uh-huh. So and it's kind of hard. I wish there was a button to tell like to it just bring up the overworld so I know I'm going the right direction. Granted. Most paths aren't very long to, you know, whether you're going to the next town or not. You know, it's not that hard to go back. I just, that's just a, that's just a, like a modern thing I wish that was a thing. And it, it and it's not. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'll probably talk about this game more and more as we, as we go along. Uh, I just hope, my thing is, I hope it's as balanced as I hope it to be because you can choose any character you want. And if you don't have any knowledge of these characters, the game better be balanced based on your, Scenarios just like in Final Fantasy One, unless you pick four white mages. Which, in case, well, why are you picking four white mages? There's runs like um, that. That's stupid. <laughs> um, like, that, that's the kind of person who likes like put a put a lighter right next to my boss because I like to feel danger. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I made Thomas laugh. Successful. Oh my god! So yeah, that, that's that's all I've been playing. Uh, Trials of Mana was the biggest surprise for me because I I was expecting to hate it like Secret. I'm sorry, guys. Lynch me all you want, but I don't think Secret of Mana is that good of a video game. Not when you compare it to like other JRPGs around at the time. Um, yeah. So I've been basically just been playing uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, one thing we didn't mention um, was that there's a whole music collection part of this where you go around to different areas and you could buy music from the vendor. Yeah. Um, I don't really see the point of it because you, no. you can only play it in the jukebox. I, I don't think we're gonna get to the jukebox anytime soon plus i wish those were collectibles like there's a lot of like random <coughs> alleys and stuff that have nothing in them yeah that was scary uh <laughs> and like when you know when you walk down somewhere and find nothing like i get that it's you know it's a kind of a desolate place but like if there's at least a, a music box or something there that's something you can like some kind of reward for exploring mm-hmm um, also I've been playing, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen as well. Uh, I decided to give, um, the Easter event a try, and they have, 
So one of the first things you do is you talk to the vendor that has the, that, that, that gives you the quest to do Easter, the Easter stuff. And so you talk to them and then they send you on your way to go do the public event to get eggs so you can cash that in for rewards. Uh, the event is you dress up in a bunny suit. They give you a net and then they give you eggs to throw at chickens. So, so you throw the egg at the chicken. It slows it down. You run over and you capture it with your net. And you just do that until the event's done. Um, Weird. So then you go back uh, into town. Tell them you did this thing. And they're like, okay, we'll go uh, do this other thing. Uh, you're just basically getting eggs and you talk to people. Then after that, they're like, all right, we're going to do a parade now. So you go start the public event in town. And you're just like marching along with other like people dressed up in bunny costumes, handing out eggs to kids. And it's, I, th- I thought that was like really wholesome. And I was like, that's really fun. Especially uh, in a year where a lot of people aren't going to celebrate Easter. Yeah. It's something. Well, yeah. womp, womp. That's probably yeah, my favorite Easter event I've played in a video game. Because the Animal Crossing one are. is kind of annoying. Yeah. It's just like, sorry, you want there ore? Are How about eggs? Things. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that, it is. But there are some special things that are going to happen on Sunday. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to being over, honestly. Um, that, that too. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that was just like kind of fun and wholesome. I mean, now I have a bunny costume that I can run around and beat up enemies with. It's great. Um, when you're <laughs> nice, high praise, high praise. Also, the bunny costume uh, has more armor than my my armor does, so I got an armor upgrade. <laughs> I'm only level twenty eight though, so I don't know. Uh, what else? Oh, fuck. Uh, there was one other thing I wanted to talk about, but I can't remember. Um, oh yeah, and just a little bit more Animal Crossing. Uh, I got a Godzilla statue and I put it outside my house. <laughs> so it's like my watchdog. It's kind of cool. Thomas, have you gotten your blue corner yet? I need to know. I have not gotten the blue corner yet. I. So one of the cool things about this is that wait, there's different corners. There's going to be a neutral, red, and blue. Um, that's that's how Japanese wrestling rings work. Okay. Uh, also, that's how uh, UFC works. They also have blue and red corners. See, but, I thought it was just two neutrals and two reds. I was going to get you another red. No. Standing in the blue corner. Um, a cool thing about uh, this this uh, Animal Crossing is that once you have an item that you can purchase, you can just repurchase it as many times as you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, as soon as you gave me that neutral corner, it unlocked it for me, and I could just buy, like, more neutral corners. So yeah. what I did was I just bought uh, a neutral and a red, and I gave that to Jacob as, as a gift Hi, as well. thank you. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, there's a thing people do called cataloging, yeah. where like they'll visit your island and say, "Oh man, I love that. Can I catalog it?" And so basically, like you drop it down, they pick it up, and it registers that it's theirs, and then they put it back down. So like they never take it from you. Yeah, but it still registers huh. in them and their like inventory. So if they can go back to their island and buy it, yeah, it's really cool. I like I like yeah. that feature a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes sharing like a lot a lot more fun. Right, because you don't have to like deal with like. Oh yeah, sure. I'll give you this. You give me the money. Like, no, you just catalog it, and then they can. Buy or it like, I want to keep this, but also I want to give it to someone else. Uh, yeah, that too. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's about it for Animal Crossing for me. That's all. That's all I'll talk about. I'm definitely. My girlfriend made a saw room in her, in her Animal Crossing. House. What? Nice. The fuck? Is this yeah, after so- I left? Yeah, this is after you left. It's just a concrete floor with a bathtub, a toilet, and a tricycle. 
That's great. I have a concrete yeah. floor with a tricycle, and I used to have a bathtub, but I gave the bathtub away. Um, yeah, I, don't, I have a toilet. But, I don't have a bathtub. What are you, Thomas? What are you a melee player? <laughs> what? I, I don't get it. I don't either. Smash players don't bathe. Oh, there you go. This, 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 no, this. I have. Somebody laughed. Somebody <laughs> laughed. No, Jacob laughed. Anyways, uh, let's get into the news. Uh, so the first piece of news we have here is the new Dual Shock controller. It's not a Dual Shock. It's a Dual Sense for PlayStation Five. Oh, per- Look at me. We're pretentious this time. I wonder if it can sense how ugly it is. Ooh, <laughs> burn. massive burn. Um, I don't know. It looks fine. It looks simplistic. It's I whatever. hate it. I hate the look. Yeah, me too. I hate the two tone aspect of it. Like I'm sure at some point, twelve months from now, we're gonna get a black or a white. No, what are you talking about? Twelve months. That's that's just gonna be on launch day. Here's this black <laughs> yeah, controller you can buy. <laughs> I hate that they went two tone black and white. I think the two tone could look really cool. Like if they have a um, like a controller studio, like Xbox has, where you can customize different parts of it. There's yeah. a lot of potential there, but the white on black is bad. I don't understand why they abandoned the like Dual Shock name. Like that is a recognizable controller name, and they just said, "Nah, it's Dual Sense now." They're I guess they're trying to reference something new because the Shock was always the uh, the Rumble. Yeah, that's what it was referencing. And Rumble is not a new feature anymore. <laughs> this has multiple features that are more Rumble. Um, yeah, it, tra- it tracks your, that's it true. Tracks it is your more credit Rumble. card information now. So Understand got- how the new controller will captivate more of your senses <laughs> as you interact with virtual worlds on PlayStation 5. You I know mean, what it is? That's a video Have they, somewhere. Did, yeah, um, yeah, the no announce. Oh, it has, it has HD Rumble. Watch. Unless you can put your dick in it, it can't sim- stimulate that many senses. <laughs> nice. You can pull and what that about- quote out and use it anywhere, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> put that on the back of the box. Right, right, right. Um, so, some of the things that they're going to have, they adopted haptic feedback, which adds a variety of powerful sensations. It's kind of what we joked about. Um... Also, they incorporated the the trigger rumbles, the ones that like the Xbox has. Um, cool. Which I, that's that's you really notice it when you're playing driving games for sure. Like I really like that feature. Um, what else do they incorporate? They have, they still have the touchpad. They renamed the share button to the create button. So there's a microphone array on it, so now you can hear people playing Five Seconds of Summer while they're playing Apex Legends. Like, oh no. Without a headset. Oh no! The I, I was like, like the built-in microphone is a neat idea. I don't think it's going to be effective. Probably not. I think it's going to cause more problems than like solve issues. Yeah, yeah. Because you're going to have to actively turn off the microphone on stuff. Yeah, but I mean, think. Look, it it, it lowers the bar for voice chat. Right. So, like, accessibility is never a bad thing. But when it's going to opt you into it, probably, that would suck. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but, uh, before we move on, uh, everybody who we just talked about this needs to go to at Demon Dan on Twitter. He's a big Street Fighter V <laughs> content creator. He did, like, a mock-up of, like, uh, various like Street Fighter characters, like, a design with the, the spices and controller mine. 
Uh, so from the entire roster, they look really sick. Uh, so Demon Dan on Twitter, uh, he uh, he he does a lot of cool Photoshop work. Uh, but that's some of the coolest stuff on. He did a Sakura one. It looks really, really pretty. And it's probably going to be how Sony's going to take all your money when they start introducing variations and color schemes. So yeah, you're go. also going to have people that do skins and stuff, which... Um, oh, f- yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I've seen a few Na- cool ones, Nico like has Spider-Man to survive one. somehow. <laughs> <laughs> is Nico still a company, or am I just... I'm just I think old. they're still around. I think... Yeah, yeah, Mad Cats is gone, but I think Nico is... Still. I think they do, like, charge cases and stuff, so... Um, I will say, the fact that we're five generations in, and PlayStation refuses to swap the D-pad and left analog stick is maddening. <laughs> I think they're just stuck in what they do, you know. Like that's what sets them apart. When you look I know, at a controller, but I hate it. like the the main thing. Like I never put my PS4. So the main thing with playing Final Fantasy VII now is I'm like, I can't get used to this. <laughs> the inset, you just hate it. Well, yeah, it's like you have to stretch so far to use the main joystick on the controller. Like the D pad is not the main thing. It it should be further away. And the main stick you use should be the main one. I understood it back on like the you know PS One days when they added the the dual sticks later, but now it's standard for everything to be controlled with the stick. So why is it not closer to where your hand is? Like every other controller gets that. Yeah, even like, Sony. literally the only even one. Nintendo. They finally, yeah. <laughs> Um, so next news story we have here is Ori and the Will of the Wisps patch. Um, Ben, have you, have you played Ori since the new patch? What? What? Huh? Mm, uh, no, I, I haven't. Of course he doesn't, uh, because he's garbage. Listen, it's not my fault it's not Mortal Kombat, okay? Yeah, that's another Did thing that know? I played was Ori and I did the bug section and I never want to see another bug in my life. Right? <laughs> it can't, it can't, it can't be worse I warned than the you about that spider battle. I haven't done the spider battle yet. Oh, then you haven't done the Thomas bug section. Haven't... No, I'm in the bug section, but like I paused, like I, I saved right before then. So. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Thomas, have you played Hollow Knight? No, right? well, a little that's bit, just like all bugs, like ten yeah, minutes. Look up an area called the Deepness, and you want to talk about bug fear? That's bug fear. Yeah, Hollow Knight's just like oops, all bugs. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the Deepness is like that times a hundred. Trust me. Um. Yeah. That that'll that'll have you making like checking your body. Like, wait, someone thing? that has a phobia of bugs. I don't want to play any of. This. Just look up footage on YouTube. So you gotta do. Why? No. Yeah, I have a spider phobia, and I had to run away from a spider, which is fitting, I guess. If you have a phobia. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> How do you play Animal motivation. Crossing at night with all the tarantulas if you're afraid of spiders? Yeah, uh, I have yet to. No, I caught one tarantula. I'm not looking forward terrifying. to that. By the way, I haven't caught a tarantula. They always hop and bite me. Yeah. Jesus, why are there tarantulas in that damn in this it's, damn it's game? Awful. But like, okay, so why? the last like five days I played this game, I have not encountered a tarantula, and I'm worried I have that either, actually. I don't have any more. Guys, Take lucrative pack. business: tarantula farming. Tarantula Island. <laughs> tarantula, yeah, tarantula Island is a thing. <clears throat> is it? It's no, I've, I've made one. I've made one. You've made an island of tarantulas. <laughs> yeah. So why? essentially, you go to a nook island, you find one that has no water in the middle. You go at night when the tarantulas come out, you take down all the trees, you take all the flowers away, and you essentially just make it bare, and then that way tarantulas keep spawning, and that way you get mad money, mad bells. But I thought it was just like a specific island that was Tarantula Island. No, you you make your own Tarantula Island. 
Oh my god. Tarantula huh. Island is, is like the, the, the flat islands is what they call Tarantula Island. Jacob showing easy. us that tarantula tech. All right, I'll try that thing because I, I, like, I have such bad luck with islands. I've gotten Bell Island once and I couldn't figure it out because I didn't know that you can break the rock to get over there. Wait, Bell Island, Bell from Beauty and the Beast is there? No, like, <laughs> there's a lot of bells on it. Oh, okay. um, I Not get bad. like so many bamboo islands, and then I get random trash islands. That's it. I've had one island with a villager on it. Same. That's it. I don't know um, why so I, essentially, I, there's this great article on IGN. It's called How to Create Spider Island, uh, in parentheses, Tarantula Farming. And it just tells you exactly how to do it. So I may be breaking the game a little bit, but if you want to make... I have a lucrative business for you. Tarantula Farming. <laughs> I mean, I'm uh, a millionaire, so I don't really care. Yeah. You know, <laughs> maybe I'll, I'll, I, might, I might give it a try. I don't know. Yeah, and, and they say Tom Nook is the evil one. Yeah, for real. It's you, it's you the player, after all. You're more rich Tom than Nook Tom Nook. Tom Nook charges me to have friends. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> anyway, Orion the Will, of the Will of the Wisps is our news story right now. Yeah, um, so... I'll play it! I'll play it, damn Essentially, it, it fixes the audio it. updates, pretty much. Yeah, um, hopefully it does. If it does, I'm going to be mad. I think there, anything in the article they say is like one step back, but I think that's just um, the HUD. Like it for some reason it cuts something off. I also, fast travel wasn't it about fast travel? So essentially, like they have added barriers to easy fast travel now in that. Game. Yeah, you can fast travel from anywhere. Oh, that's cool. Neat. You already could, but you I think could only they just fast add, travel like, two specific points. It. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think gotcha. you just have to pay a, a little bit of currency now to do it. I, I haven't played oh, the so game yet, worse. so I don't want to. Yeah, it's worse. That's oh, okay. the worst part. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. I don't know. You get a lot of currency in that game. Do you, though? You do. I don't know. I have barely touched the game. I still have, like, 2,000 souls. I have nothing to spend it on, so. Fucking Game Pass. Uh, I, like, you don't have a lot at first, but now, like, I've gotten literally everything and still have extra. <laughs> I bought stuff I didn't want because I just wanted to spend the currency. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. that. Um, okay, next news story. Uh, so there was an inside Xbox, uh, so we'll briefly cover this. Um, (laughs) there's an earlier version of Grounded. It's an upcoming survival game from Obsidian Entertainment. That Uh, looked cool. It's arriving on July 28th. Yeah. Um, Justin, you were really into this, weren't you? I'll check it out on Game Pass. Um, it, it was a cool idea. It wasn't totally my kind of game. But like I like I like it from like a you know I want an Ant Man game standpoint. Ooh, like mm-hmm. it kind of feels like that. Where I was like, this is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the video game. Right. Yeah, that's fair too. But like I made a video about like uh, Marvel games I would like to see made, and one of them is Ant Man, and this kind of is like the conception of what I would want from that. Except like you can go big and be like a normal world, and then go small and like you know take on like these kinds of. Uh, areas. Yeah. Uh, we a while, a while back we looked take a we took a look at everything that vi- that video game, mm. and so like I think that would be a good starting point for an Ant Man game, for sure. Because you can go big and go small and like become small and tall objects. Oh yeah, okay. At will. I was thinking that was just like becoming different things, but I guess yeah, it, it would change your size. Yeah, true. you can become an atom. So. Mm. Or grow into a building. So, 
Uh, all right. Next up, we got some Forza news. Forza Street heading to iOS and Android May fifth. Uh, is that a new game? I, th- I guess it's a new and like a mobile game. And hmm. if you play within the first thirty days, you'll get a special car. And it's it's been on Windows ten, I think. Has it? Oh, okay. Yeah. I have never heard of it. Mm-mm. Um, I check it out when I'm back at work. So some games were announced for uh, Game Pass, Journey to the Savage Planet, Football Manager 2020. Um, on April 9th, so it's already here, Mistover and Stranger Things 3, the game, are heading to PC Game Pass. Uh, sometime in the future, Human Fall Flat, Expansion. Um, Yakuza Kiwami is available on both eventually. Play that. Uh, you need to finish Zero. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, none of these are that interesting, honestly. Kwame um, is, though. But not for me. Journey to the Savage Planet sounds cool. I've, I've never heard of that game, but I looked it up like when I saw it was coming to Game Pass, and I was like, oh, that seems interesting. It's, it's, another, one of, it's another one of those like space Minecraft games. Or... I thought it was more of like an adventure game. Yeah. Like I've, a you know, did, narrative adventure game. I've never did we skip over it. the Xbox Series X like tech section of the, of the video? Yeah, I, I think there was this video. little tech thing with the project management guy for uh, Xbox Series X, and essentially the big revelation in there is that the oh, yeah, you won't be able to play Xbox One or Xbox Series X. See, this name's already getting me. <laughs> Xbox Series X games off a USB hard drive. You'll have to move them either to the internal storage or to those like proprietary Seagate memory card type things. Yeah, so, we talked about that before. Expected, but like, yeah, woof. okay. Yeah, I'm gonna pre- I'm gonna pretend I heard I understood everything you said. Yeah, proprietary <laughs> memory is never a good thing. Yeah, that's not the lesson they should have taken from Sony. Yeah, I, I mean, but... I get it, I get it, because they want like tight control of their hardware architecture. I I get it, but like practically for most gamers, like it, everyone has a portable hard drive kicking around. Like, right. I don't know. Uh, some more news we have here is uh, Minecraft Dungeons is going to release on May 26th. Strange Savage Planet expansion, Hot Garbage, is launching on April 15th. Uh, Gears Tactics uh, follows the story of Gabe Diaz, someone that's uh, not in the any of the other Gears games, but uh, he's the father of Gears of War 5 protagonist, Kate. Uh, and it's going to be available PC Game Pass at launch. Uh, no loot boxes or microtransactions, so... It seems kind of cool. You say yay? Like, I, I'm, I've been kind of hard up for a good tactics game. And I, I think it skews more towards, like, the XCOM rather than, like, the Final Fantasy tactics that I like. But I'd check it out. Uh, we still need to finish Gears 5. I know. I don't know. I just want to get through that open world section. After that, I feel like it'll get better, but... Mm-hmm. Oof. Uh, several countries in Western Europe now have a chance to check out Project X Cloud for themselves. Dragon Age Inquisition and Rival 2 and Sims 4 are now playable through game streaming service. Um, I checked it out a couple times. It's like neat, but like, again, like I don't, I don't really need a portable gaming thing for where I am in my life. Uh, Not even for Destiny. <sighs> that would destroy everything that Thomas Holt did. See, I, if I wanted to play Destiny on a on a inferior platform, I would just play it on. Yeah. I would just play it on. Uh, well, Stadia or the PS4, Xbox One. Like, I actually got a Stadia account um, and played a little it was bit. Free right yeah. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I played a little bit of uh, Destiny on there, and you can tell that there's some kind of weird stuff going on. Like I played a PvP match. I, hold on, can can um can uh, Destiny two players on Stadia play with Steam players? No. Oh, never mind. I was really? gonna say we could play together, but I thought it was like cross platform as far as it's like, cross your save. It's stuff. cross save. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah. So we can't play together. So our clan had an idea of uh, loading up, because uh, there's a thing called Trials that you play every weekend to get, like, Pinnacle gear. And uh, we had the idea of, like, signing up for Sadia and trying trying that out and see if we could do any better. But I'm still not as... I'm still bad <laughs> on Stadia. Like, the players there are still better than me. Um... But next up in this uh, news, we have Hotline Miami Collection coming to Xbox One. Uh, cool. Atomic Crops will be out on May 28th. And, C- and Sea of Thieves is getting an update on April 22nd. Uh, Ships of Fortune featured. The expansion reputation system and an overhaul competitor mode. New cosmetics and cats. Still not enough to make me play Sea of Thieves. <laughs> I played Sea of Thieves recently. It wasn't Terrible, but like the last thirty minutes turned me off so hard that I didn't want to play it anymore. Because it doesn't seem like there's a game there. Well, there is. There's like a whole story mode that you can do now called Tall Tales. Oh. And um, while we were doing that, we, me and Sully, we got caught it caught in a storm, and then we saw a ghost ship. We tried to kill the ghost ship. They shot me off the ship with a cannonball. I had to swim all the way back to the ship, and Sully took him out. Uh. And then we got jacked, so I was like, um, I'm done. I don't, I just don't like the fact- Hijinks! Yeah, I just don't like the fact that you can just get jacked and lose your stuff. It's not fun. Yeah. Cause like when I saw that through, they had like a PvP mode and the adventure mode, I was like, oh, okay, so they just broke that out into that section, but no. And then they said in an, in, in an interview recently that they're not gonna separate that. So, That's stupid. Yeah. Oh. Uh, People are always the worst part <laughs> of online games. I remember when I played DC Universe, like, I created a new character, I was really proud of it, I, I jumped into, like, the first, like, starter area or whatever, and this, like, level, like, 99 super-powered character kept flying down and killing me. Like, I literally, I would respawn and they would just be waiting for me. That's why you don't play on PvP servers. Right. But, what are you like, listening for? I don't know. Uh, cause I'm the fighting game person who wants, who's probably gonna do the same thing to y'all next weekend. <clears throat> what? You're not just ruining people's times. It's actually. not the same. Uh. I, sometimes I think I do. Sometimes I think I do. Ugh. Not on purpose. I don't teabag unless they teabag me first. Let's talk, talk about something you're excited about, and that is Streets of Rage 4. Yeah, so this is a big trailer. Um, originally it's, it's sort of like a, Sort of a release trailer, uh, but then they uh, sort of. What the cool thing about this trailer is, like, play, you know, play Super Rage, play Retro, and you can unlock 12 original classic characters from Super Rage 1 through 3 in their original sprite form. And it looks a little awkward <laughs> with, with, the, uh, with the sprites and the uh, very beautiful uh, new backgrounds, but it's still so fucking cool. Um, uh, I don't, it doesn't say how to unlock them, of course. Uh, but then also it says, listen, Retro, so you can actually listen to the uh, Sega Genesis uh, versions of the of the songs. And mm, if you were a Sega Genesis kid, Streets of Rage is right up there. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Streets of Rage better than 
uh, final fight. Don't at me, Capcom nerds. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I, and it's coming out soon. There was a report that said it was going to launch at the end of this month, but uh, Dotmo, I think that's how you pronounce the developer. Dot, dot name. emu. Emu. Dot emu. Um, they said we cannot confirm or deny that, so they just said soon, so it's probably right, but it's going to launch on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch at twenty four ninety nine. Uh, so I get two Sega games within the span of a month. I'm fucking happy. Skate is back. Uh, all of them are back. I'm probably going to play this game to high heaven. God, I hope this has online so we can play with it. Dot oh, yeah. Emu did the Windjammers like, remake, didn't they? Yeah, they do a lot of like so. uh, remakes of classic. Yeah. Good netcode, right? So I hope so. Um, they also did... By the way, anybody who's seen this thinking Streets of Race looks pretty, go play the Monster Boy game that they did uh, a couple years ago. It's also really, really pretty and really, really fun. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for Streets of Rage Four. Anybody else excited for Streets? I'm excited that Skate is back. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I used to play like he used to be the character I would play. Ugh. I was I kept wondering why is this game taking like because beat 'em ups aren't usually long. They're not. They're not supposed to be. But now I can see what the development time they're putting. Like it must take effort to get these sprites looking somewhat good. Yeah, trying to get in, all the old like uh, code and stuff and. Yeah, so I, I think that's a super badass bonus. And it is coming to limited run, so if you want a physical copy of this game, it's going to be a limited run, which nice. is pretty neat, which which I hate. I wish it was day and date. Like, that's the one thing, because I want Panzer Dragoon physically, um, I, but, like, I don't... Fuck, do I really want to double dip? Uh, and I probably will, because I'm a whore. Uh, <laughs> so... Yeah, it'll probably come out by the end of this month. Uh, so if you want a quarantine game with your buddies, you can't go wrong with some Streets of Rage. It's back, baby. Uh, speaking of coming back, I'll hop into um, <clears throat> the curious case of Cooking Mama, Cookstar. Uh, <laughs> ben, what, ben what is this? So there was a port going around on Twitter that the code or something in the in the cooking mama the one that came out recently uh that it was overheating switches and i guess other consoles um and mining it for cryptocurrency what yeah that was the <laughs> yeah. report um it it's turns out that's not true okay uh yeah it's not true and it's just a poorly optimized game um <laughs> so yeah uh let me get the article up real quick but um yeah, it was hilarious. I think at one point they may have like they were like at one point we looked into cryptocurrency but decided not to go ahead with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which kind of sounds like something someone would say when they definitely went ahead with cryptocurrency. By the way. <laughs> we didn't do it. We just looked into it. But the but the story is way way weirder and like it involves a publisher where if you look up their address, it's just a big house in the country. Like it's mm-hmm. there's just some really shady stuff going on with this with this game. Yeah, they re- it's been removed from the eShop. I don't know if it's been reinstated or not, but it has been removed. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, but apparently it's not. It's just apparently it's not. Just it's just it, the reason why it's like overheating switches and stuff like that is because it's not an optimized game. And There's also an IP battle going on about who owns Cooking Mama and who's allowed to have the final say on what the game looks like. It's wow. the Coke brothers are involved too. It's weird. Yeah. What? That's crazy, dude. 
Cooking Mama is, uh, she's going to jail. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like this, uh, this statement that the actual, like, people that made the game said. Uh, it says, as for the crashes slash overheating, that would be because the game is made in Unity. By many people working on their first game, <laughs> it's not the best product. But oh it my god. Several vigorous reviews by Nintendo and Sony. Don't buy our game, is what they're trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, how did this. <sighs> yeah, so. We did a video game. Yeah. Right. So that's the reason why, like, because like, obviously Nintendo, Sony, they would have caught, like, wait a minute, what the fuck is this doing? Like, that would have not passed any kind of test. Uh, in terms of playability, but like a lot of people were raising alarm because it was draining the battery on switches. And Cooking Mama, based on what I saw, is not a game that should drain your switch battery that much. Um, no. So yeah, I just thought this was hilarious. Is all I saw on my timeline. Like, Crick Cooking Mama is hiking your not something console of cryptocurrency. Like, what the fuck is Cooking Mama cryptocurrency 2020? Can it get any weirder? Yes, it can. Yes, yes, it can. Yeah. Uh,. By the way, this is a $60 game, and even the creators are saying it's not that good. Yeah. <sighs> uh, speaking of things that aren't that good, uh, Stadia. Um, oh. Hey! <laughs> uh, Google Stadia is going uh, free for two months. Uh, so you can sign up for a pro subscription free for two months. Uh, I already have. Do you still have to pay you for You get a games? bunch of free... No, you get well. You have to pay yes. for whatever games that you're gonna buy, but there's free games that they've included with the uh, subscription. So you get Destiny Two: The Collection, which is all of Destiny Two at the moment. Then um, you get Grid, uh, Guilt, Steam World Dig Two, Steam World Quest, Ooh. Uh, Hand of Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. That might play well since it's an RPG. Uh, yeah. Serious Sam Collection, Spit Spitlings. Stacks on stacks on stacks and thumper. Uh, real quick, on let me tell you, I I signed up for this right before we started recording, and I booted up SteamWorld Dig Two because I know what that game looks like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, huh, this actually works. Yeah, it's like, just the business model still like makes absolutely yeah. no sense. Also, don't <laughs> it's Google. Of yeah, also don't play fighting games on that because that's <laughs> atrocious as fuck. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, like I put this in here because it's neat that they're going free to play. They're basically saying like. You know, right now people could use this. Like, it's Google, so they're going to be sleazy yeah. about it. Yeah. But at least they're doing yeah. it. Like, they realized yeah. this didn't work. It didn't catch on. So, like, right now, you know, is when people are home. They can try it out. We're going to make it free. Here's two months. Even, like, actual pro members, like, that have been pro for a long time, have the next two months for free, which they didn't have to do. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, they get a no charge. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, it's a nice thing. But also, like, they're making all people uh, 1080p um, to restrict the... Bandwidth. Uh, yeah. During these trying times. <laughs> so, like, really they're making it free because everyone's getting the free version anyway. Yeah. So here's the thing. I, I read that um, in the U.S. they are lifting data caps. So if you have a data cap lifted, you can sign up for Stadia for two months and play as much as you right. want. Right, oh, ham. Uh, with the yeah, free games, sure. yeah. Um, like, I kind of want to try it out. I forgot to, but I kind of want to. I, I only want to try it just for Hand of Gilgamesh, because, fun fact, uh, the publisher, Image World, they did, like, a... a fa- they gave away a thousand codes this past week uh, mm-hmm. of, like, a- any wow. game that from their library for any uh, any system that you just have to send, like, sign up, like, a thing. 
I didn't get one of them, and I was like, well, it's fine, whatever. <laughs> um, one of them I wanted was uh, Hannah Gilgamesh for Switch, but it's like on sale for like 11 bucks. So, um, yeah, I might try it with this now since it's two months, since it's a, uh, it's a card-based, turn-based JRPG. Or role-playing game, I don't know. Yeah. I wanna... Man, they do the wildest stuff, that team. Yeah, I, I swear. It's crazy. I just want to say a little bit more about Destiny 2 when I was playing on uh, Stadia. I could clearly tell there was people lagging behind because they were shooting at me where I wasn't. <laughs> so, like, I was already, I was there before. It's so, like, on their screen, I was somewhere else. But I was not... I was clearly not where they were shooting at. <laughs> but you were only playing the city of people, right? So, like, everyone is equally lagged. Theoretically. Yeah. I noticed, like, a little bit of, like, disconnect between the mouse and the, and the crosshair. But it wasn't, like, mm-hmm. super, um, like, annoying or anything. Also, Stadia players are weird. The uh, one guy wasted his super at the end of a round, and we were one three. And so, uh, but we ended up winning that game. I don't know. Was, Stadia players are weird. Uh, <laughs> um, so that's it for the news. We do have one uh, question from Mike. Mike the TV, and he asked us, uh, "What's your favorite unlockable player oh. from a video game?" Oh. I'm just going to leave this to Ben. This seems like a Ben Fuck! question. You guys, God, God damn it. Um, this is super easy because I remember doing this uh, at an arcade once and it never happened again. Uh, Akuma in Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Because that shit was, because how to get him is it's super tricky and timing wise. Because you could fuck up and get a dirty looking colored Gi Ryu. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, a cool. How did how did you do that? Uh, you have to. I don't remember correctly. You got to like it's it's you have to hover around, Cami, then Honda, then Guile, and then like it's very specific on like and like which characters you hover over for like two to five seconds, and then you have to hover on Ryu and then press like light kick, light punch, and and all punch. I think all punches. I don't remember off the top of my head. It's been a while since I've done it. I haven't even been able to do it in the uh, anniversary collection. Um, hmm. but I remember doing it cause I remember hearing about it and like, I like, it's like, Oh my God, it's Akuma and doing air fireballs. So that's, that's one of the cooler ones. That's possibly the coolest one I could think of. I, I have one, uh, Spartan in DOA four. I have no idea who that is. So in DOA four, it was on Xbox. So you could unlock like a Spartan, like master chief. Oh, for real? DOA four. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It's not Master Chief per se, but like it was a Spartan, and it was it was pretty badass. I vaguely remember that. Um, I I don't know if I can think of a specific example. Was Link unlockable in Soul Calibur Two, or was he? He there was by there default? by default. I think it was default. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is kind of a cop out answer because like it's not exciting, but like I loved the. The, the amount of content that was there. Um, Luigi and Mario Galaxy. Yeah, that's a good one. Because, like, it's... Like I said, it's just Luigi. But, like, basically, you beat the entire game, like, all 120 stars, or whatever they are, as Mario. And then you unlock Luigi and get another set of, like, more <clears throat> difficult stars with Luigi. And then you get the Grandmaster Galaxy that you have to also beat with both of them. And so it's just, like, it's so much more content. And, like, Luigi plays so fun. I've always been a sucker for Luigi because I'm the little brother. 
It's like I was always player two, you know, like it's just it felt cool back in the day. Um, but if I have another like better example that's not such a cop out, I'll I'll think of it. Uh, but I don't think I have yeah. one. The only thing I can think of uh, was Spider Man and uh, from Tony Hawk Two. That's that's, oh, that's, yeah, that's a, a good that's one a really good one. That's a good one. But yeah, I I don't play a lot of games that requires unlocks of things. Like right, yeah. Like cause <clears throat> a lot of it now is DLC, so it's, it's got to be old examples, which is tricky. Mm-hmm. Also, Darth Maul. So, when was he? Uh, Tony Hawk. He was also in Tony yeah, Hawk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he yes, was. He was. Yeah, they had the license at the time. I didn't know like, that would one. would like the Smash unlocks like make sense back in the day? Yeah. When you're like, oh my god, I can unlock more characters. What? There's yeah, no yeah. eight. Who the fuck? See, I knew that. Who the fuck already. is Ness? So that was exciting to me. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Lucas? What's an Earthbound? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, do you guys have anything else? I'm trying or, to. I'm trying to think. I'm, I feel like Ben would be like the master. For yeah, this if I knew beforehand, I could have had a list. Um, because like Akuma's like the biggest one. Like he's not unlockable, but like you know, fighting like reptile in Mortal Kombat One is still pretty sick. Uh, not. But he's yeah, he's, he's unlockable. unlockable. Like um, um. Oh, oh, hold on. Ermac in Mortal Kombat in Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three. Because he's you have to un, you have to unlock him in that game in that in that game I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, after he had been like rumored in past. Games. Yeah, so Ermac yeah. is because he was the yeah, red was ninja, cool. and I hate Ermac. Oh god, I wish I never unlocked him. Open the door to hell. <laughs> uh, just another like kind of quick along those same lines, I guess. Um, sorry, I was stalling for time because I actually forgot. While it's been a long day, all right. I've played a lot of Final Fantasy VII. I had to do more work today than I wanted to do, and I was working outside. It's been a long day, and I didn't sleep well last night. Mm. Um, God, what was it? This is grief. Piling up excuses. <laughs> Does anyone else have anything? While I think a- Animal Animal Crossing characters in Mario Kart Eight. Oh, that's uh, yeah. The Mercedes Benz in oh, I forgot that was Mario Kart Eight. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> Does that I, I mean, count? it wasn't it DLC, so technically no. But like, yo, they put a Mercedes in Mario does, Kart. Does it? Does this one count? Because it's because it's unlocked. Because it's a story thing. But if you do unlock it. But when in in the first Tomb Raider reboot game, when Laura gets her double pistols at the final part, does that count? Uh... That's I wouldn't say that counts, okay. but that's like that's more of an Easter egg, I guess. Yeah, it's such a badass moment, though. Um, yeah, I remembered my example real quick before I forget again. Um, again, it's kind of a weird choice, but in Mega Man X three, when you can play as oh Zero, yeah, yeah, that's pretty dope. Like it, again, he's not unlockable. Like you can't play as him through the whole game. But like I had played X one and X two, and I loved Zero, and then in X three, it's like wait, there's a playable section with him. Wait, I can bring him in at any time I want, except for boss battles? This is awesome! <laughs> um, Mike gives an example of King Chicken in CTR Nitro uh, Fueled. I never, played I, do, C- I, I never played CTR. I have no idea. Crash, yeah, crash I've not Team played any of the racing. Crash Team Racing games. Yeah. I don't even know who King Chicken is. <laughs> he sounds delicious. Oh, um, this is mm. so unlockable I thought of. Uh, the Power Armor in Mega Man 7. 
Is that a character? No, it's an armor. It's it, you have to find specific <laughs> armors. Uh, like you have to find you have to find specific things in stages. I don't remember the exact minutes, but then you get like this super badass armor that Mega Man can now hover. He can do like a dump, like a like a air punch. It's badass. That's an unlockable. You have to find it to find things to unlock it. That's not an unlockable character. Okay. So like an unlockable power up. It's like the infinite ammo yeah. headband from Metal Gear, you know? Yeah. Like, no, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think, honestly. I, I mean, a cool- um, I think it was pretty wild back in the day when you could, like, I hate to go back to Smash again, but, like, when we first knew we could get Sonic the Hedgehog in Smash, like... That was pretty, yeah. Despite the character not being very good, like, it was a cool <laughs> moment. Mm-hmm. Well, like, he was part of the story mode, too, wasn't he? he no, he doesn't show up to, like, yeah. the very end. He's literally, he's literally joins you right at the <laughs> very end. Bless you. Hey, guys, it's me, Sonic. I'm here. Still. I don't even know if that's his voice or not. It's but. close. Eh, it's good enough. We'll cast you in a movie. How about that? I mean, the the reveal trailer for Snake was pretty surprising, too. Well, I'm like in Smash, I mean. I'm going to end the podcast if you can't think of it. Silver if you can think Surfer of something. and Marvel Ultimate Alliance. There you go. That's a damn good one. I assumed a, a, a Marvel Ultimate Alliance would come up at some point. Yeah. that's that. There's a lot of unlockable yeah. characters in that game, but Silver Surfer is the best one. All right. Uh, so I'm going to end the podcast. If you come up with any more, we'll say it on the next one. But uh, let's have Jacob plug his stuff first. Yeah, so uh, I do a podcast called The Left Behind Game Club. Thomas has been on it. Uh, essentially, we play a video game and we talk about it. It's usually positive and fun and informative about the games. Uh, our next games are A Short Hike and The Last of Us. You can find that podcast at leftbehindgame.club. You can find me on the internet at Jacob McCord on all major social media platforms. And thank you again for having me on the show. Uh, I didn't realize it had been two and a half years since I've been on the Gamescast. Has so it been that long? We've done like 120 was... episodes since he's been on. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so... Time flies when you're making pods. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, lo- I love the show myself. I try to listen to it every time it just drops. Um, I-, I love the show. Um, Thank you. Justin. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I want to say, if you end up like doing an episode on the original Final Fantasy VII, please invite me on, because that would be awesome. <laughs> okay. That's, um, that's going to be a long playthrough. <laughs> well, do you play the whole game? Yes. Yeah, we play the whole game. Oh. You, I guess okay. you could break it down by disc. Yeah, we've yeah. we've broken bigger games down before. Yeah. Um, into two part like Shadow of the Colossus, we broke down into two parts. Mm-hmm. We've done a few two parters, but usually it's like, yeah. Sometimes they See, get. I was long. like, I thought it was like you play the game and then like the podcast is like a, a talk about the game. Yeah, it is. It but is. sometimes it takes like sometimes there's so much stuff. So like Detroit Become Human, we did in January, mm-hmm. and that one there's so much stuff in it that we ended up splitting it into like two 90 minute shows. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, I wouldn't have to replay Final Fantasy VII. Like, I could just join you you to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. If you play it. But, yeah, anyway. um, I am at ZeroScore on Twitter and YouTube and, I guess, Twitch slash Mixture. I was thinking of streaming this week, and then I didn't. So, that's kind of been my life in quarantine. Everybody's either playing or streaming Final Fantasy VII, so you probably made the right choice. Right. That's kind of where I was. I was like, I'm not going to stream Final Fantasy VII because I don't have it yet. So, what would be the point? I mean, I, I follow Maisie Williams on Twitter, and you know uh, Sansa, not Sansa, uh, one of the Stark girls Aria. from Arya from Game of Thrones, and she was like, "How do I get on Twitch? I want to play Animal Crossing on Twitch." So <laughs> yeah. everyone, that's cute. But 
I was gonna play uh, <clears throat> Mega Man X uh, Command Mission. Ooh. So a little different than everything else. Mm-hmm. That probably wouldn't have done. Uh, yeah, that's wow. a choice. That that is a choice indeed. That is a good game. You, I'm, I'm just. I never said even. anything. I just said that's a choice. It's a neutral statement. I didn't say anything otherwise. That is a choice. Mm-hmm. That uh, is a choice. Just like keeping the baby. Anyways, jeez. Anyways, um, <laughs> just to go back to Jacob's podcast, I, I recommend listening to the Telltale games because they do those by episode, and so like those are really good lessons too. Like after you're done the episode, you can just go listen to that. Um, anyways, Ben, uh, you can find me at twitter.com slash marvelthiggy, or I have succumbed to the pressure of Animal Crossing. I will be purchasing that next week. So I will join yes. this cult that is about the furry animals. Uh, I'm going to give you my Godzilla yes. if you get the game. Okay, I will. I'm going to buy it digitally because I refuse to let germs get into me. Um, <laughs> you know, it's probably in here already, and I'm just waiting. It should be sealed, it. right? Yeah. It's probably in me already. I'm a ticking time bomb. But yeah, uh... Twitter.com is Marvel Ziggy, uh, where I do all my shit posting and stuff like that. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend a video that people watch. This is this is Final Fantasy VII relate, uh, remake related. Um, there's a YouTuber I watch. Doesn't do a lot of content, uh, but he but he's I think he's one of the more uh, entertaining ones I watch. Uh, his name is DJ Valentine. You may have seen his stuff every now and then. Uh, he did he does a series called Who Who Dat? Yes, it's called that. Uh, and he the past two episodes he's done on it have both been on Tifa. And Aerith, and they're really great analysis videos on their design, their uh, personality, and then like their importance to like him or gaming culture. It's it's a really fun series. Uh, if you're into Final Fantasy, um, I recommend watching those. If you're new to Final Fantasy, you may not want to watch them because it does go into some spoiler stuff. But it's really well uh, produced videos. So it's uh, Digi Valentine. Uh, he doesn't know who I am. Uh, but I'm just a fan of his, and I love what he does. And he, he's he's from uh, the United Kingdom, so he has a very cool accent. And every time he says "bruh," I lose my shit, uh, or "bruv," uh, I lose my shit. So he's great. Oh, bro! Yeah, he bruv. he's uh, or fam. Fa- British people are only people who can say fam, oh, fam. and uh, get away with it and sound cool. Uh, but go follow him because he's great, and support him because I love him too. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. You can find me on Twitter, CSG Thomas on Twitter. You can also email me, Thomas at Charshot.com. Uh, visit our website, Charshot.com, for audio, video, and written content. Wrestling. Check me. Wrestling. Wrestling content. <laughs> We're going to have special guest Jacob on that one as well. Uh, You're going to make me watch old WCW, aren't yes, you? we are. We are. Yeah. And what? I don't think it's the one I wanted, which is which had a monster truck fight in it. Which, so you can blame Ben for that. Excuse me? You're not watching that Muscuse one. Excuse me? Hey, blame the uh, voters. Don't blame me. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> get the people what they want. They want to see Carl Malone. <laughs> they want to see Dennis Rodman for some reason. Yep. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, you can check us out, or check me streaming. Uh, I have a stream schedule now. Uh, Kane Play stuff. This is where we host the show. And check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, all the places you get podcasts. And that's it for me. And so, everyone, have a good night and enjoy your games. Wow. Bye. Video games. Wash your hands. Yeah, so the one I wanted had a monster truck fight and a dude dressed up as a mummy and Tony Schiavone calls him a Yeti. But he doesn't say Yeti. He says Yeti. Stop it. It's 100% real.